Good morning. It is Thursday, November 14th, 2019. Today, we got our game predictions for the upcoming college football games. We also have some topics that me and Mitch find interesting. I find one of them extremely hilarious. Stick around for that. It's going to be a good one. We got more. Come laugh. Come listen. Enjoy the show. Intro music. All right, week 12 slate. I don't know about you, last week was a brutal week for me. West Virginia at Kansas State, minus 14. Uh, KSU is 7-2 against the spread. They are one of the most overachieving teams in the nation. W's lost five straight. Their offense is really, really bad. I, there's no chance they cover here. I like Kansas State a lot. West Virginia has a 0% chance of covering this game. Um... I put down KSU by 90, and that was it for this, just because it's a joke that we're talking about West Virginia still. But, but, what I will say about this, is Austin Kendall playing? No, I think it's Doge. Okay, so I'll, t- I'll at least watch this game. If Kendall was playing this game, I wasn't even going to bother watching, but since uh, the quarterback of the future, please, is starting this game, I will at least tune in for the first quarter before we get absolutely demolished. The only way I see us covering is if it's super low scoring, because Kansas State. Like, it's not going to be. It's not going to be a low scoring game for them. I mean, I don't think so, but that's the only way I see. I Kansas State just seems like the. Well, we're not going to put up fourteen, so they have to score less than twenty eight, and that's not happening. Probably not, especially with the turnovers we have. Indiana at Penn State. Indiana is seven and two. Which I did not know. I knew they're yeah, good. Yeah, no, they're good. Um, they haven't beat anyone, but they're coming off a bye. Noon game, freezing cold weather. 14 and a half is kind of a lot. I, I like Indiana this game. I think they'll keep it within 10. I mean, they run it a lot. Penn State's been struggling with turnovers. It's I freezing, know. so they're not going to throw the ball. Well, honestly, I don't think the freezing cold temperature is really going to affect anything. Uh, Sean Clifford last game was throwing the ball a lot against Minnesota, and that game was, like, 17 below. It's yeah. not actually that cold, but, like, well, I mean, that was, it was, was low-scoring and he The Minnesota-Penn State game? Yeah, it was, like, 24-28. Well, I mean... For yeah. a 14-and-a-half-point cover, that's low-scoring. Yeah, no, I mean, I kind of agree with you. I think, uh, I agree that Indiana's going to cover. I don't think it's necessarily going to be a close game. I was saying, like, 10. I think it's going to be, like, a 10- or 14-point game. But I don't think it's ever going to be close. Yeah. I'd probably say it should win this pretty easily. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for this game. Don't get me wrong. Like, we're going to the game. But I I hope Penn State finds a way to handle this game pretty easily. Florida at Missouri, plus seven. Missouri has not looked good at all the past few weeks. But Bryant was banged up, and he missed the last game. Uh, from what I've read, this is the first game he'll be completely healthy since, like, week five. My brain says Florida because seven points is nothing. But I'm going to second-guess my brain because I had a bad week. And I just – I don't know why this is seven. It should be, like, 14. I like Missouri. Wait. So I'm basically just, like, fading myself because I don't know. Like You're this, completely just fading yourself? Yeah, because I, don't, I feel like Kelly Bryant's going to come back and they're going like to win this for no reason. Here's my question. Is, uh, is it going to rain? I don't think so. Ooh. I Kelly Bryant's playing? Well, it was in Missouri. I only checked the weather for like freezing games. So if, if it is raining... I'm, if it's I'm raining, I'm Florida. picking Florida. Mm-hmm. 
If it's not raining, I'm picking Missouri to cover. That's a tentative, like, 11-59 pick, depending on the rain. Facts. But as of right now... As of right now, Missouri covers. Probably, this, I don't know, this might be the best game of the week. Michigan State at Michigan. You think this is the best game of the week? What? You think this is the best game of the week? Well, like, in terms of, like, rivalry and, like, fan base. I don't know, there's not... There's one. There's Rutgers, one game that we're going to talk about. Georgia Auburn. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a better game. But this is a good game, nonetheless. Uh, Michigan State at Michigan minus thirteen and a half. Michigan State is not good at football. Two and seven against the spread. Four and five overall. Which is why this is not a good game. Michigan's going to win this by twenty plus. So I don't know why they keep rating Michigan State so high. It makes no sense to me. Look, I mean, it's because their defense is actually pretty good. Their middle linebacker, Joe Bocci, just got, like, out for the season. He's, like, well, the best Well, I mean, player. they were still pretty good overall yeah, defense. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's going to hurt them losing your best defender, but they were still a good defense up until this point, and their offense can't move the football at all. They look like our intramural team. But we had a good that, intramural team this year. Yeah, but, like, if we put our intramural team out against Michigan, who how, how would that game go? Well, if we got 52 points like Rutgers does... We might cover. We might cover. That's a good point. But, in, we, in, but in we only have 13 time. and a half. Okay. Well, we probably would not cover. That's what I Michigan, mean. Though. So you got to figure that math into equate. Yeah, there's like math there somewhere. The fact that our intramural team only has seven people and Michigan has 11 would probably be a factor also. And we have no subs. I hear you, but like I feel like we'd be able to keep a pretty, pretty similar score. Okay. Anyways. Um... The only reason that I think Michigan State has a chance of winning this game is because this is the pinnacle hardball loss game. Yeah, I could see him like blowing this for no reason. Just somehow losing this game, I can definitely see it. But <coughs> if he loses this, he's out. Yeah, definitely. But Michigan is absolutely just the superior team. Like, the, the Michigan Wolverines are better than the Michigan State Spartans. Yes. Navy at Notre Dame, minus seven. We talk about Notre Dame like every week because they're a top 20 team, so I'll give you a rundown on Navy. Uh, they're ranked 23rd overall in the nation. It's a sneaky 23rd ranking. They haven't played anyone yet. Their only loss was to now 18th ranked Memphis on the road. I think it was like a seven, eight-point game, close game. Their QB that, was, up, that was the only game that they didn't score at least like 35. Yeah, that's, that's the only team they've played. Like It's like yeah, exactly. Tulane was the second-best team they played. Uh, their, their QB Malcolm Perry is averaging 130 rushing yard, two tutties a game. He's tough to stop. He's sixth ranked in QBR in the nation. He can't really throw the ball, but like he's a good decision maker. Who was that Navy quarterback? Ken, carry on or Kenyon or. I really can't Johnson? remember. Johnson, I don't know. But you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, he had like 10 million rushing yards. Yeah. He was he was getting like Heisman votes on like Navy. Anyways, I like Navy to play a spoiler here. Um, Notre Dame just hasn't looked good. And I just... This is, like, every, like, few years, like, Army or Navy, like, beats some good team. I think this is that time. See, like, the only thing that I want to say about this game is Navy's offense is, I think, like, 90% the triple option. It's, It's super limited. Yeah. So, like... When you play a good team that has good coaching, and Notre Dame is going to be probably the best team they've played all year. Oh, yeah. They're going to find a way to limit the triple option. So you're going to be relying on this quarterback to actually throw the ball, and that's not going to work. So I'm picking Notre Dame. 
I Notre Dame seemed like the obvious cover. I just love America, so I had to fade Notre Dame. I just got to figure out what that what that Navy quarterback's name is. Look up uh, NCAA rushing record. I think he has Keenan Reynolds. Keenan Reynolds. Yeah, this is like Carrion. Yeah, Keenan Reynolds. No, I knew you were close, but that's yeah. why it was bothering me. Uh, he hasn't popped in my head in years. Uh, he was a lucky game of the week. Ohio State at Rutgers plus. 52, plus 52. Uh, Ohio State has now covered eight straight weeks. 43.5 was not enough against Maryland. They are not covering this week. Someone has to stop them. That someone is Rutgers. There's no Chase Young. 52 points on the road. This is the week. Bet the farm on Rutgers. What was the spread last week? 43.5, but that was at home. This is 52 on the road, also in New You game. realize that there's going to be a grand total of, like, 67 people in the stands? Well, I'm not saying the stand. That that helps because, like, Ohio State, like, th- there's no energy. How, how are you going to have the, like, motivation to win by 52? I'm going to be surprised if, if no Rutgers even has the balls to, like, walk out on the field. Like, if they just forfeit, do they automatically cover? Um, That's a pretty good strategy. So, so just, just like, like bet like bet a lot on, as the head coach just like bet your yeah. salary on Rutgers, then like don't play yeah, and then just retire. That sounds like a pretty good strategy to me. I don't I don't know how that work out. There's got to be some logistics that makes that wrong, but I mean, if it's not, then that's a great strategy. I don't know. The Rutgers coach is probably making like twenty k a year. I don't know if Rutgers can't. If Rutgers can't lose by 52, then they should just be stopped as a program. I just don't want Ohio State to cover. Eight straight weeks. Do you think like they have like a goal, like prior to each game, like as they're leaving the tunnel? Like who's the coach for the uh, for Ohio State right now? Like I don't Ryan even know. Ryan Day. That sounds right. Sure. Let's say it's let's say it's Ryan Day. Ryan Day smacks like the number 52 up, like on top of the fucking exit sign and each player like smacks it like the Notre Dame guys used to back in the day and like everybody knows like 52 is the number that we have to get today yeah it is Ryan Day damn good on me for knowing that well could you imagine if that was like the sole purpose of like their season right now like not just not just win games but cover the spread every every week I mean that's that's how you do well in the AP because it shows you're like exactly so but like I mean they'll be one or two regardless I'm picking Ohio State. I just talked yeah, myself out of Rutgers. I'm picking Ohio State. You're from New Jersey. That's Dude, like, they fucking suck. I ain't, I ain't representing that whack-ass college for shit. Georgia at Auburn, plus two and a half. So Georgia's two-point favorite. This is going to be an ugly game. Both these teams have, like, filthy, filthy defenses, like top five in the nation, and some, like, question marks on offense, I'd say. Some whack-ass quarterbacks. Georgia is back in the playoff picture. They're at number four. I don't, I don't like the two and a half kind of scares me, but I, I don't see Georgia losing this. I like Georgia by seven plus. Yeah, basically, I think it's gonna be like a low scoring uh, fight. Now the team's gonna be able to run the ball effectively because like both defenses are just absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, and that basically leaves it to who do I think is a better quarterback and. I think Fromm is going to outwork Bo Nix. 
I, Bo Nix has been good for a Knicks. true freshman, but he's just not. But yeah. against top twenty-five teams, he's been garbage. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's not there. He's yet. been he's been absolutely garbage against top twenty-five teams, and George is going to be the hardest defense that he's played all year. Um, I don't think they're gonna. I don't think Auburn's gonna win. Taking Georgia. Texas at Iowa State. I was surprised Iowa State's a seven-point favorite. Here. Yeah, I was surprised to see that too. Actually, I thought it'd be a little bit closer. Like I figured they'd be the favorite, but um. Outside of a bad game, like, two weeks ago against a ranked Oklahoma State team, they've looked, like, super good lately. They lost to Oklahoma on the road by one last week. I like Iowa State minus seven. The first, I saw this line, I was all in on Texas, but I just, at home, I just think they'll win. Yeah, basically, I said that, um, that Texas is having, like, a lot of real problems. Like, the defense is garbage right now yeah they're, they're, they're letting up like 10 yards every pass um on top of that like iowa state's defense has been absolutely garbage the last two weeks they're letting up over 10 yards a pass and like i think a 70 percent completion rate to like all quarterbacks that will the last two weeks i think the 70 percent completion rates over the entire season damn that's but high. over the last two weeks their yards per attempt has gone like way up because they played oklahoma and oklahoma state to be fair yeah but, like, i was yeah, gonna say 70 percent is absurd all season but what i was gonna say is i think ellinger is gonna be the second best quarterback that they've played all year probably yeah, i mean like jalen hurts is the best and then ellinger is gonna be the second best yeah i mean unless you think like Connor Stanley at Iowa. No, that's what I mean. But so I think uh, Texas has a real chance at covering, just because a seven-point favorite for Iowa State is a lot. Um, I have Texas covering, Iowa State winning. That's fair. Minnesota at Iowa. Iowa's a three-point favorite. They they keep sleeping on Minnesota. They're underdogs every week. They win every week. They cover every week. Three-point spread for the home team, which is basically just means this is a neutral site game and no spread. I was solid, but they've done nothing to inspire me this year. They're 3-3 three and three in the Big Ten. Minnesota, like, give me Minnesota. I think, like, neutral site, Minnesota's a better team than Iowa. Originally, when we were doing, like, our winner loser sleeper of the week, this was my loser of the week, Minnesota, because I don't, I don't understand how you could possibly be undefeated, like, be an underdog to Iowa. They've done nothing this year. They barely beat Iowa State. They barely they've kept Penn State close, lost that game. They close lost, against Wisconsin, but they also lost, lost that there. game. They they haven't won any of the big games. They've lost every single time. I think on their home field for two of them also. Cuz wasn't Penn State in Iowa? I think it, I think Probably, it was. Yeah. Cuz we would have gone to that game. Yeah, actually, it was definitely in Iowa. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, they can't... So, oh, it's a home field. They can't win at home. They haven't proven to me that they can win the big game at home. So, it's not like a proven thing. I think Minnesota kills them. Yeah, I mean, Minnesota should be the favorite here. It doesn't make sense to me. The rankings, the spreads, doesn't make sense. Speaking of undefeated rankings and spreads, Oklahoma at Baylor, plus 10... Uh, this is Baylor's first actual game. Preseason football's over. Night game in McLean. I like Baylor here. Ten is, I think, ten's a lot. Oklahoma does not. If this was, like, Oklahoma week three, I'd be all in on Oklahoma, but they just, I mean, they just look terrible lately. Oklahoma doesn't have a chance 
to me at making the college football championship unless they went out. Like just they beat, the Baylor, like, beat the Big Twelve championship. That, that's what I mean. Like yeah. I think that their chances are very, very low. What are they like seventh right now? Somewhere between like six and nine. Now Minnesota's seven. So they're eight or nine? I think they're eight. I think they're eight. So, so like Clemson, Clemson has to lose, like yeah. Bama and Georgia both have to like embarrass themselves. Minnesota has to lose. Or Oregon's probably by Oklahoma too, so they'd have to lose to Utah, and then they have another problem with Utah. I hate Utah. Maybe like Pence. I don't know. But Oklahoma's not. There's a lot of things that I disagree with, but like I was looking into this. So Power Five conference teams. Do you know who has like the top four hardest schedules, like strength of schedule so far? Like mid-level SEC schools. It's like LSU's one, but you know who three and four are? A and M and South Carolina. No, it's Minnesota and Baylor. Really? Yeah. Is that for like how like good their wins are? I think I think it takes into consideration how good their wins are, who they're playing, yeah, like all that type of stuff. Three and four are Baylor and Minnesota. Both teams are undefeated. Both teams are seven and thirteen. Like what's Baylor? They're not even close. Baylor's literally not oh, even Baylor's close. Like 13. Oh, ranking, yeah. I think yeah. Baylor's 13, 14. That's what I mean. They're undefeated, and they're not even close, and they have the fourth hardest strength of schedule. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. To, it doesn't make sense. Minnesota should be higher. They should probably be, like, five minimum. Realistically, Minnesota, because they beat the number four right here. They should Bama. Oh, we had this conversation lost. last time. Yeah. Bama lost. That's true. If Bama didn't lose, then Bama should be up there. But Bama lost. On their home field. Minnesota beat the number four ranked team. They should be up there. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Baylor. Oh, uh, Baylor's going to win this okay. game. <laughs> They're going to win? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think, I think the underdog mentality is a real thing. Probably, I mean, I love the plus 10. That's, that's what I'm staring at. Uh, yeah, the, at the minimum, they're going to they're gonna cover. I think they're going to win, though. Big news came out last night. Uh, Chase Young's suspension got reduced to two games, which means he'll be back for Penn State next, not this weekend, next weekend. He only missed the Maryland Rutgers games, which is like missing a practice at the beginning of the season before you put pads on. That's not really a huge deal. Like your coach might like be a little worried, but he's Ohio still State, very well on the Heisman. What? He's still very well on the Heisman. <sighs> no, he's not. Ohio State is going to be a super heavy favorite against Penn State at home anyways, but, I mean, I think this is going to increase the margin even more. What do you think the spread of that game is going to be? Um, let's go, like, minus 11.5. I'm saying 10.5, so yeah. we're at the same boat. I th- it'll definitely be at least double digits. I don't think it'll be 14, but, like, I would, if it was, like, anywhere to 10 and 14, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, this is huge news because Ohio State, like, doesn't really have any problems now until they could be Penn State and Minnesota, but Minnesota's a neutral site. Penn State's at home. True. So, I mean, they're basically locked up a top-two spot. I, I, I still hate this whole situation with Chase Young. Like, he shouldn't be suspended at all, I don't think. No, wait, what, what was his... Chase Young's was um family friend gave him like a loan. Yeah, and I mean, him and Wiseman happened at the same time, so I get them confused. Yeah, Wiseman got his family out to Memphis, or something like that. 
And young guy it's like his, flight to the got his game. girlfriend flown out to a game, which is like three hundred dollars, and then he paid back the three hundred dollars. That's ridiculous. So I don't think he should have suspended at all. I think that it's just a crapshoot. If I was him, I wouldn't be mad though, because it's too like horseshit game. Like your stats are hurt, but like you're <laughs> it's not just keeping get him hurt. healthy. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, like. So if he, if he was really concerned about, like, winning the Heisman and, like, like he really thought that he could get like, get that, then I'd be upset about losing Maryland and Rutgers because those are two games that you could absolutely like just crank your stats. Yeah. But, like you said, if all he's worried about is winning, I be those are two games that it doesn't matter if you're missing or not. Like, everybody knew that they and were going to kill like, those it's teams. It's not like he got, like, a bad label because everyone's like, that's bullshit. Do you think the spread was affected at all by Chase Young not being... For, for Rutgers? For Rutgers and Maryland's. Maybe, like, two. I don't I feel like... I don't know. I feel like he wouldn't even play in the second half. And it's not... He's played the majority of the second halves. Even in, like, the bullshit games? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I feel like... It's got affected a few points. But, like, he's not going to make an impact. I think it affects probably, like, four or five points. In bigger games, I'd say so. These yeah. games, like, it's not like he's in the, like, not tr- not trying to get sacks, but, like, he's not going, like, eight-man eight nah, packages. I hear you. Um, I, heard, I was listening to some radio show earlier, and they said, like, imagine, like, what the NCAA thinks, like, when they go to sleep. Like, what, like, what do you think they accomplish, like, in their heads? Money. That, that's literally the only thing that you can answer with some of the things that they've accomplished recently. Yeah. Like, what do they get out of keeping Chase Young out of these two games? It takes away, like, his chance to perform. It takes away money opportunity for each school because that's a big highlighting point right there. Like, honestly, it didn't do anything. It just, well, if they let him off, then the next guy who does something a little bit worse is going to be like, well, you let him off. Just going to build. They just, like, they're very, like, uh, stoic and they like want to set a precedent and that's what it's like hurting the players and it's like terrible it's just how they operate they're such assholes yeah i mean i think it's gonna start changing two years on and it's gonna be like the wild west but i'm excited speaking of assholes dude the nfl might be coming back a little bit for me they're they're back i mean like the jets Jets one so yeah that's not gonna happen for a while anyways so basically, if you're not familiar, three years ago, uh, Colin Kaepernick took a knee uh, during the national anthem. He was basically blacklisted from every NFL that was team. Like three years. Yeah. Damn, that feels like forever ago. It was like three and a half years. Yeah. Wow. Well, since he played his last game, yeah, it was like yeah. three and a half years ago. He probably took a knee like four years ago, four and a half okay. years ago. No, I wasn't like right. saying it wasn't three and a half years. They yeah. just did not seem like that long. Um, but regardless, so basically, like the NFL blacklisted Kaepernick from uh, having the eligibility of playing with any team. Like it wasn't like a like a set in stone you can't sign him thing. But everybody around the league kind of had like a little mental thing. Like, yeah, no, we're not going to sign this guy. But uh, today. No, not today. Saturday. It's Saturday. The the actual workout. Oh, I think about the announcement. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So last night they made an announcement for Saturday to all thirty two NFL teams saying that Colin Kaepernick will be having a NFL workout, combine style in Atlanta. Basically, all teams are supposed to show up, send a scout, um, get him the attention that he quote-unquote, deserves. Why'd they wait until week 11? Well, basically what they're saying, 
like the, the NFL, NFL is insane. That's what, like, what people around the league are saying is like Lamar Jackson's the biggest thing right now. And who is uh, the Ravens' offensive coordinator? Like Dan Quinn, maybe something like that. Regardless of who it is, the offensive coordinator for the Ravens was also the offensive coordinator for the 49ers when Kaepernick was there. The read option, yeah, Super Bowl, exactly. So there's so the NFL sees this as a money grab opportunity because people would want to see if a running style quarterback, the closest thing that we've seen to Lamar Jackson outside of Michael Vick, obviously, is Colin Kaepernick. If he played in any game, the ratings would be absurd. Yeah, they would be regardless of like if he's on the Dolphins. Like I just there's yeah. so many people would watch it. And I think there's a lot of teams in the league that would be benefited right now from signing him immediately. Yeah. Number one, the Bears. Yeah. yeah if, I mean, the Bear, if the Bears, if the Bears signs him, and let, let's say Kaepernick can actually throw a football, because again, nobody's seen him in three years. And like he wasn't even that good. He, he was, was like a bottom his, his last few game. games. He was not good, but they were not using him properly. And his team was terrible. Yeah. So there's a lot of but, reasons yeah, for why. His, he last, his last season, he was not. But, great, but basically, yeah. So I'm coming around in the NFL. They're giving this guy a chance to prove. Like obviously, they blacklisted him for a while. That's a kind of fucked up move, but they are giving him a chance to, like, get back in the league. Kaepernick said that he's been training three and a half years for this moment, just waiting to get this opportunity. So he thinks he's ready, so he's going to have to prove it. If he can prove it, dude, I want want him back in the NFL. I really do want him back in the league. Uh, Tuesday night, we had one of the biggest upsets in college basketball history. Number one, Kentucky, 25-point favorites, lost to Evansville. I didn't know Evansville was a school. I assumed that, like, there was a place called Evansville somewhere in the world, but if you ask me where it was, I couldn't point it on a map. What state do you think it's in? I have no, no not a clue. Ohio. Yeah, I was saying, like, Kentucky, Ohio, something up there. It's got to be close if they're playing. Um, I don't know if you can come back from that. Kentucky might just like miss the tourney altogether. I, it was it was an ugly game. Side note, do you think Evansville is ranked right now? They're two and zero. They beat some close teams. That was not a chance at the ranks. They have the best uh, resume in the country, like on paper. Yeah. Two and zero with a win over number one in the nation. I. What were they ranked coming into the season? Were they ranked? Like. Bottom 600? Well, there's not... Well, yeah, because there's not 600 teams. I'd say that they'd make a jump to the top 75. If I was an AP voter, I would vote for them at 25. But there's a reason that you're not an AP voter. That's because you're a dumbass. That's that's a wild statement, and I refute that. I hear you, but, like, come on. I I bet bet you Evansville gets at least, like, 20 votes. I don't know how many voters. I think there's 120. I bet you there's 20 people give Evansville. I say 10. 10? Okay. We'll have to look at that. AP comes out Monday? Monday. It's in Indiana. It's in Indiana. Yikes. It sounds like an Indiana school. Yeah, Indiana or Ohio. You know they're good. If they're from Indiana, you know they're decent at basketball. No. Well, it's that's, that's like, like a basketball a, state. That's all they do. I know it's a basketball state, but no. <laughs> they beat Kentucky. I hear you, but that doesn't mean anything. In more important news, uh, I think last like 
Tuesday, Monday, the waiters took an edible on a plane and had a panic attack. This is a hilarious story. That's That was my next line, was hilarious story, period. I've heard stories about people on edibles, like, freaking out, trying to, like, open the safety hatch on planes. They get, like, arrested and stuff. I've heard people, like, say, like, they've seen their friends turn into beavers. Some crazy shit. Yeah, I mean, that sounds insane, but... Being, like, a quarter mile in the air, like, fried off my ass looking out the window is just, like, the least appealing thing on the planet. I don't know why anyone would do this. It, like, you even I have think, a risk of freaking out. I don't know. Apparently, it's a popular thing for uh, professional athletes to do. Just to help them sleep, or... No, I mean, I, for some people, like, if they have a long flight, definitely for sleeping. But, like... Let's say you're on a flight for seven hours, just and, like, you're not going to be able to sleep. I, I, I was listening to uh, uh, Pat McAfee show, podcast, and he was telling stories about, like, how the Indianapolis Colts, like, a lot of them would eat, would eat edibles prior to a plane ride, and they'd all just stay up and, like, play card games and, like, hang out as a team. But would you rather be fried or would you rather be sober? Well, uh, your body feels a lot better when you're high. And I'd rather do that than opioids, so give me an edible. Okay. That's literally like the mindset of like professional athletes. I can see that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, is it the most ridiculous thing to do? No. Is it really unfortunate that he had a, a negative reaction to it? I don't think it's a negative thing. I think it's hilarious. He ended up, uh, he was suspended 10 games. He lost about $2 million in bonuses. Game if it was salaries. the NFL, he would be kicked out of the league. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, they don't really care about the players as much. Like, the NBA is more like, because it's a player-driven league. And he's now, the, the number, the former fourth overall selection is now on the trade block for anything because he has a big contract, they later said. And then Tyler Hero and uh, Kendrick Nunn have been, like, going off. So he Tyler Hero has been very good. Kendrick Nunn, the fucking rookie from Oakland? Yeah. He's actually, like, 16. Yeah. Undrafted. I like Tyler Hero more, though. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, long term, yeah. Yeah. Super good, but... Oh, side note, on airplanes, I have a Bloom's Tower Defense. It's my airplane game. I only play it on airplanes. I'm, like, 80% complete. I don't want to flex on you too hard, but... Super fun airplane game, no Wi-Fi. You get a daily reward. Do you think you're flexing on me with your balloons game? How far are you into Blue Star Defense 4? Tower Defense 4? I think it's 4. I got to remember what Tower Defense I used to play back in the day, like on the computers, like during uh, like this typing one, class in high school or whatever. So I've had this like, yeah, I've had it for like 8 years. I'm yeah, honest. I was going to say. Um, was that, is that the one where you get like the gold pyramid monkeys? I think that's in, like, all of them. You can't get a gold pyramid monkey. I just had... I had a map where I was, like... Like, every square inch was, like... It basically froze my game. Like, froze my phone. Yeah, like, you can't even see, exactly. like, the, the yeah, like, So I just deleted the game because I didn't find it entertaining anymore. Wow. I had that and, like, a bunch of miniguns that, like, shot darts and lasers and yeah, shit. Yeah, if you had the miniguns, it's probably my blue star events. Well, they yeah. come out with new levels. Do they really? Yeah, well, I mean, like, every, like, year. And, like, I only fly, like, twice a year, so, like, half the time I fly, there's a new level. Yeah, I hear you. Anyways, just wanted to share that. <laughs> I think we're just going to wrap it up with that one. Okay. Unless you have anything else to say real quick. Um, no, I'm all set. I was going to say. Have... Subscribe on YouTube. Definitely subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram at Red Cup News or the Red Cup Report. 
Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday with a review. We'll probably be undefeated. Never lost both of us. Because, oh. you know, we're the greatest selectors of all time. Dude, I was on fucking fire. These past two weeks, I'm like... They just been, they've been rough weeks. Everybody has their rough, rough weeks. But Everybody has their rough weeks. I was unconscious. I am currently unconscious. I'm just chasing that high. I'm like, fi- I'm like a 500 player, but this is the week that I become a 750 player, so don't Ooh. worry about it. With 750, with what do we have, like eight picks? You'd have to like bet like the over on all of them. All right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games. I want, seven least, for ten. I want at least eight of these. I can go seven for ten. Yeah, that's realistic. Yeah. Well, well I mean, I, I, I don't know about you. Shut the fuck up. All right. Love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Two dollars.